Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Wow, we started this like so, not we started this fast, but like we were, we were just like talking and now we're here. Um, guys, <laughs> welcome. Today, our fantastic guest is a repeat guest. I Justin feel Davis. honored. I feel so honored and also like on the real, I'm just excited to see you in me real too. life and catch up. We right? have so much to talk I about. I feel like I'm trying to remember. I feel like we. Ha- I haven't seen you in a really long time, but I've like seen your face. Like Constantly, I've been watching stuff. I've religiously watched yeah. your stories. Yeah, obviously. no, it's like, it's like with Lily. I'm like, so how long, how many months has it been since we've seen each other? I'm like, oh, just no. Like, I don't think I've seen you since last year, though. No way. Yeah. Before, really? like, all the clever shutdown, Shut duty up. break is gone, all the things. I don't think I've seen you since then. No Have way. I? I don't know. I've been kind of a hermit since 2019 has been like a year of being inside. I think 2019 is a year of self-discovery. Oh my God. Yeah. No, that's I, what I, I'm doing. I, no, same, same. It's you a know? lot of like figuring my life out. Um, well, guys, uh, this is an advice podcast. You guys know. I, I don't think you were film. What did we film yes, the last episode? We did. We? Oh, it was 
at your house. You oh must have been God. one of the first filmed ones. Yeah. Oh wow. It was so fun. I still think about some of those stories, and I want to know, like, wait, I see that people what has say happened. that when they come back, and I never remember I who know. called. Like on the what. girl who was like, um, I just moved into the dorms, and um, my roommate's having sex next to me. Should I just like <gasps> pretend like it's oh, not happening? And yeah, I was like, whatever happened to her, dude? No. Yeah. No, that's wow. gnarly. Oh God, yeah. I wonder. Maybe she's like she's she like not almost done with college now, but like she's like in she's college. probably graduating. She's like she's deep in, in law school. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I think about these people. Me too. I think about some of them. Reach not, out. I, mean, I think about all of you guys <laughs> yeah, all the time. But, but just just know you're in our thoughts and prayers. You know you are. You you 100 percent are. Um, uh, Melissa's here as always. Hello. Melissa's not feeling so hot today, not, but she but looks hot. I'm powering through. Yeah, you look great. You Thank look you. amazing Thank for you. how shitty you feel. <laughs> Like, uh, you look good, and I wouldn't even know you feel terrible. Like, thank you. Uh, okay, guys. Um, well, if you didn't know, this is an advice podcast. Now you know. Um, welcome. Peep- oh, yeah. Welcome. Oh, Hello. Hello. Welcome. 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 Um, so we're going to listen to your voicemails. And if you guys want to be on an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And, um, yeah. International oh, callers. international callers. So sorry if you're about to eat. Okay. And I apologize for that accent, too. <laughs> that was really um, great. Are thanks. you working on a new accent? N- oh, yeah. With all of my free time being an unemployed actor, I've just been sending a lot of... You just of- sit at home talking yes. to yourself, One, doing different accents. 100%. Hello. Hello. Um, you it's guys research. Email us an audio <laughs> file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Okay. Um, should we get into calls? Yeah. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Oh, that was like harmonizing. It was, oh, yeah. it was beautiful. Very tenor. Both of us very low. We kept it low. I have so many questions unrelated to this podcast for you. Hi, Megan, Melissa, and special guest. So I am 24, and I'm currently in the working world. And I have a coworker who has made it very clear to me that she doesn't like me. Um, long story short, I've known her for a little over a year. And, you know, she is four or five years older than me. Um, and she's just... I don't know. She's very cold towards me. She doesn't say hello to me, but she's very warm and fuzzy to everybody else. And, um, you know, I, I'm always the bigger person. I kill her with kindness. I'm always very nice to her. I talk to her and like ask questions, like try to get to know her. And she's just, she hasn't, um, reciprocated that at all, which is fine. I really honestly don't care because, you know, at the end of the day, she's a coworker. I, I'm not looking for her friendship. I just, on a positive work environment. What I'm very interested in, though, is um, I follow her on Instagram, but she doesn't follow me back for whatever reason. But every time I post an Instagram story, she is one of the people that views it. So she's going onto my Instagram profile. She's looking at my stories, which I assume also means she's looking at my profile. She's basically just stalking me, which, like, I do that, too. I stalk people on Instagram that I don't follow. But it's usually because I don't really have a good enough reason to follow them. Whereas with her, she has a good reason. She knows me in her life every single day. So I just, I don't know. It's starting to get under my skin a little bit because it's getting to the point that it's, making the work relationship back. Um, not the stocky part, but just her being like cold for So I would love to hear your perspective. If you think jealousy or if you think like there's something that I should be concerned about. I kind of like that she's looking at myself because it means that she's invested in me. But yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oof. 
Um, I think there's only two options. Yeah. This lady hates you or she wants to have children with you. Yeah. <laughs> there's only two options. There's really only two. Also, oh God, she needs to get a fucking Finsta. Like, yep. yeah. That's embarrassing. I have, I have a Finsta. You do. I like. I, I don't have one. I, I should get one too, so I can. But I don't. There's no one I'm really like that interested in secretly oh, stalking. Oh, I literally. Not only do I like hate stalk people, I follow those people, so <laughs> then I can see what they like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't and then I judge far. them and then I'm like oh like there's some people who were like were like defend like x y and z person and I was like god I'm so happy you're like terrible like this is great like I love this this is this is very strange though because <sighs> I sometimes find myself in these situations with no women you. with women oh <laughs> lol no people definitely hate, hate me but truthfully and this is like hard to do. You have yeah. to do it like through time. I truthfully don't give any Fs yeah. about what almost everyone thinks. But I'm not one of those people who's like, I don't care about what anyone thinks. Oh, I care. I care yeah. about the right people. You have to pick and mm-hmm. choose whose opinions are meaningful to you. So is this woman in your workplace someone who you look up to in any capacity? Then maybe care about what she thinks. Do you want her role? Do you want to be like her when you grow up? Then maybe like do a little introspective looking at yourself if yeah. not thank you next salutations yeah. mm-hmm. that's it i'm curious what like why like w- w- has she talked to you about why she doesn't like you yes. like if it's like a work thing like if it's like oh she doesn't like how you do something work related like if there's a, or if it's just like oh she's cold to me i'm not finding out why like not that I'm saying you're bad at your job, but like maybe this woman is just like this person isn't doing this how I would like this to be done. And like that's it. Or there's like a misunderstanding. Um, so I think you can like you can totally ask. But a, I will also say you don't have to be friends with everyone you work with. Like no. that's not. And also maybe that woman, that's why she doesn't like she's not friends with people that like she doesn't want to have close personal friendships, with people that she works with. And like she thinks that not that I'm saying you're annoying, but like maybe she thinks like this is fucking annoying. Not like, everyone is yeah. going to like you. I, I yeah. mean, I know for a fact. Yeah. There I'm cilantro. Many, I know many, that. Many, many people. Like, I am polarizing. See, love or hate. Yeah. Cilantro. Soapy or I love, love cilantro. it. Thanks you so You need to much. put that on a shirt. Yeah. That's also, amazing. by the way, I I added you. Remember, we looked at our birth charts or whatever. Mm-hmm. We are so compatible. I know. Like we're like the most compatible as friends. I was like, this makes me so happy. Oh, I want to do birth it's charting. Co-star. That's yeah, amazing. Co-star. Not sponsored, but be a sponsor. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I don't think they make any money. No. Oh, oh they do have like the <laughs> one that you can purists. buy into. You yeah. do. Um, so yeah, I kind of think that that's <clears throat> like I I would find out why and then just drop it. And also, if you're saying like it's just she's just kind of like cold and rude to you then i don't know how that affects your work day-to-day life like, yeah, like are you guys hosting it. a show together yeah. like if i was like oh i hate megan Ugh. totally like, obviously chemistry yeah. as far as conversation goes is very important mm-hmm. in a situation like this but if you guys are doing almost anything else yeah it truly doesn't matter yeah. like just go in get your work done do your thing get and i would say yeah. yeah like honestly the best thing to do is just be better than everyone yeah. else so focus on that yeah just do your own thing and it shouldn't it as much as like i say like oh it shouldn't affect you like you shouldn't think about it it but, does like, it totally does yeah. but if it's not a part of your job to have that kind of relationship, then just don't. And then also you might not ever find out why she doesn't like you. And so just move on from that and don't give it any time and effort because clearly if she wants to like stalk your Instagram stories and all of that stuff, like fine. I'm not like to be totally fucking frank with you. I think she'd probably hate stalking you. Yeah. Um, I do that all the time. Or she's looking for a reason to get you fired. Yeah. Like that's like <laughs> yeah. maybe there is yeah. like a thing. Like maybe it's a total thing. And then uh, talk to her if you like feel just like there's a 
misunderstanding, talk to her about it. Um, or if there's something, yeah, that could be construed as a misunderstanding or if there's something that, yeah, if it's like, if it's like work related that needs to be solved otherwise just like yeah also just focus on what you're doing there Mm -hmm. focus on your work be the bigger person be professional I don't know what your aspirations are but I'm pretty sure that the more you focus on this the less close you're going to get to actually meeting your personal goals so don't let this like weird personal thing rob you of your success in the future because you should really be focusing on how you can be your best and I know that sounds like a bunch of like Tony Robbins TED talk BS but that it that kind of stuff get said a lot because it's actually true so I'm just saying yeah and I would unfollow her on Instagram like unfollow her and mute her so you don't even see that so it doesn't affect you because it's like yeah it's not it's not if she's not going to talk to you about her petty drama let that be her drama it's so I mean it's just so weird that she doesn't have another account like that is so like so novice what she said she's five years older she's like not even 30 unless she just wants her to see that she's doing it maybe I've done that I've done that too where I'm like I'll look at something on my finsta and then I'm like you know what bitch I want you to know that I looked at this on my main (laughs) and then I'll look on my main and I'm like I saw this dude it's it's exhausting and I've said this before where like I'm very much like a revenge petty like you fuck me over I will fuck you over twice as hard like I will not start it but I will fucking end it I will say it is exhausting because that's nobody funny. cares as much as you do yeah. and so that's the part it's not as fulfilling as you want it to be and I've learned that and it's kind of just like that's also what my finsta was for oh, and my Asa really did- is like tasty like videos no that's the only that's literally all of mine is tasty videos and, and then the seven people that i fucking hate it's the seven people yeah. that i fucking hate and then the people that i'm like i don't want them to know i'm watching their instagram story yeah sure. um but yeah no it's like all food videos and like satisfying why are you not proud to like follow those food accounts on your no, i just want to be able so to look many. on it yeah. and so then i just scroll through and it's just that yeah <sighs> that's actually yeah. very it doesn't scary. get littered with other things yeah by the way that line you just said which one i won't start it but i'll finish it yeah that needs to be like the end of your next movie trailer. Oh, I love that. Ooh, and it oh can my be God. like a I've revenge. Got guns in that then. Yeah, mm. it can be like a revenge plot or something. I don't know why I need scissors. And you're like, I didn't start this, but oh, I'm gonna finish I'm it. I'm gonna finish it. And then there's just like explosions. Oh, and I jump out of a building. Mm-hmm. It's dark. You I are basically the rock behind you. <laughs> that skyscraper movie. Oh my Done. god. I'm into it. Um, I feel sorry for this woman yeah. though that called because you can tell that she is. Like wanting to pursue her career, but is also sensitive, which I think yeah. should be. I think be she's embraced. a cancer or a Pisces, and that it's just it's gonna be rough, and like you might just have to yeah. learn some lessons the hard way sometimes. Yeah. Not know? everybody's gonna like you, and I think that's a lesson that you know. But you, the other thing that you now need to learn is not everybody's gonna like you, and you're not always gonna know why. And some people might yes. not like you for like reasons that you are actually not like that, or it's a misunderstanding. But you can't control it, and you just have to relinquish that and like let them deal with it. And trying to defend yourself and like, like no, I want to show you the. Re- me like you're gonna like me kind of thing it's just never gonna work because people are stubborn Mm -hmm. one more bit of advice I would give you is like I'm assuming this person is not your superior Mm -hmm. boss maybe above you at your company go and have a conversation with your boss when it's appropriate after you've worked there for long enough and say just like honestly how am I doing on my job is there anything I can improve upon this is like one of my first jobs out of college and I'm really eager to learn and grow Mm -hmm. and do my best I would love any feedback and be ready for some criticism I think that's a really good and that's like if that's if this person is not calling the shots in your career like honestly again mm-hmm. yeah. thank you next thank you, you next. know salutations pieces mm-hmm. 
Pieces? Pieces? Deuces. Deuces. <laughs> Guys, That's cute, though. Pieces! I'm pieces! Not the Reese's kind. <laughs> uh, okay. Should we go on to the next? Yes. This is so interesting. Also, I feel like that girl, if I worked in an office, I'd be worried that that girl was calling about me. But she's like, it's not an office. It's not like this random girl who like I know is verified on Instagram looks at all of my shit. Like, oh, no. But here's the thing. You're like... You are very civilized. You're kind huh? to everyone in, in person, uh, I think. <laughs> you don't think you're civilized? Like, when you're out in the world, I think you're kind to people, even if you're they're not your faves. You know how to, like, conduct um, yourself in public. If we're talking. If we're yes. talking. But I don't... I, I've got resting confused face. Perfect. Which is also kind of resting bitch face. I'm not approachable. I know this. Mostly because um, all of my friends have told me you're that they thought I was a fucking raging bitch before they talked to me. I'm not very approachable. Lily and I always tell me too. Yeah. Lily and I always just say that you have like a celebrity quality. Oh my. And that it's because you look very so clean. Nice. You I look, look clean? very, very clean. We always like, say that like, like you and Dana, like very beautiful people. Shout out to Dana Ward. We're like, they just look so she clean. Looks clean. I feel like I don't look clean. No, no, at no. All. You look very clean. That's so nice. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not clean at all. I'm dirty. I'm so dirty. I'm so dirty. I do need a shower. Maybe though. that's why. Maybe people are like, oh, she's famous. Mm. I mean, you are. I also don't leave my house you enough truly to really are. like decide whether or not people talk to me or not. Second half of 2019 is going to be all about going outdoors. <laughs> On to the next. Hi, Megan and Gus. So I am fucking fuming right now. Um, so a little backstory. Me and my boyfriend have been dating for three years. We've known each other since high school. We've known each other for six years. We're 22 now in a very healthy relationship. I love his family. Um, I literally went to his sister's wedding three days after we started dating. And now the same sister just had a baby two weeks ago and they live about an hour away and we still haven't met the baby. And I just got a text from my boyfriend saying that his sister texted him saying, Oh, you know, when my dad comes up this weekend, I want just you to come so you can at least meet the baby. So essentially the dad's going up to drop some things off and he, she wants my boyfriend to come with to meet the baby for like 15 minutes and then leave, but they don't want me there. And what we basically gathered from this is the husband doesn't want me to meet their baby, even though I'm literally a part of this family in the Christmas card, the whole shebang, like they're not getting rid of me. And I have seen this kind of animosity in my own family with how my parents get along with some of my parents' siblings and their spouses. And I just can see that happening here. And I'm totally fine with that. I'm not totally fine with that happening here, but I, I know that's going to happen. And I just want to know, how can I kill this man with fucking kindness? I want to be so fucking kind that none of this will ever fall back on my ass. I have all the receipts and the text. I just want to make sure that I can, like, literally kill him with kindness. And so he just feels like an asshole. And so everyone thinks he's an asshole. Okay, thanks. Bye. Okay. Wow. wow. I First wish I all, had your passion for holy life. fucking shit, dude. Um, why does this guy not like you? Well, also, like, I need more information. I also need to know, like, what we've you like the words you use, like what we've gathered is he doesn't want. I'm like, so are there? And when you say we, you've got the receipts, does it literally say I don't want your girlfriend around my baby? Like right. she's a raging cunt. I hope she, her car gets set on fire. Like or yeah, you, and like or why were you like sick last week? Yes, I don't exactly. Want to or, 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 or
okay, I I totally get that you've been dating for three years, you've known each other for six, you're in the Christmas cards and everything like that, but there is something different when, when there's like a baby around and everything like that. Like my friend, her uh, boyfriend, same situation. It's like same, same, I'm friends with the girl, yeah. all of that stuff. When she, it took her a long time before she met the baby, mostly just because it was like, A, the fit like the the um uh the sister-in-law or whatever like all of that stuff she didn't want to be able like she didn't feel comfortable they were really close but she didn't want to a show another like girl being like oh I look really like gross and ugly and she's like I just didn't want to like be around and like see anything like that and like I didn't want having her look so put together and not feeling Mm -hmm. great about herself but then also it was like she couldn't yell at her like she was really family or like be like you can't do this you can do this you can't do this all Mm -hmm. of that and it was like even though that they were very very close it's still not family and I don't think it's in like a oh you're not close enough for this it's more comfortability of being able to call the shots and not feel bad of if, if you talk to them terribly and also maybe the wife is dealing with postpartum depression exactly maybe mm-hmm. she doesn't want to see any of that and then also if, and the husband might be just like taking the blame or yeah. looking out for her and yeah. himself and this is what i will say mm-hmm. like especially because i'm in my 30s so a lot of my friends are like either starting to have kids or have already had kids and my sister mm-hmm. too with the first kid especially if it's like the first kid in your family mm-hmm. people are like freaked 100% out like I've had friends I've come I'll come over to meet their baby and they're like okay I'm gonna take you to the bathroom please wash your hands first cover your whole body in hand sanitizer here's a coat here's gloves like people are just different then with the second third Mm -hmm. kid they're like who cares I just Mm -hmm. hope it survives (laughs) do you bring me any wine you know and I think especially with the first kid and I think you bring up the best point like literally after my sister had her first kid she became crazy Because your hormones are just like all over the place. And I don't think a lot of people talk about Mm -mm. that. So the husband could be looking out for her or also like, I don't know. Like, I want to know more about what's going on with y'all. Like, why is he potentially have an issue with you? Yeah. And I just feel like, do you, are you just assuming that? And that's, that's really what it sounds like. And like the idea of like having receipts, like why, and you're being like, I just want to make sure this doesn't fall back on you. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it would fall back on you at all. Um, Does he like, do you guys have some weird history or something? I don't know. Or is it something like uh, the family, like the, like the family and all that stuff, like the mom can send over like vaccine records of the last time that like the sons got back, all of those sort of things versus you and anything like that like I just think I I mean my automatic assumption is it's not the it's not the dad that it's automatically the mom and my and my assumption is that she just doesn't want it to be that many people like there are some people who's very overwhelming I think when you first have a kid and like the adjustments and like also feeling like I'm not doing a good job and like Mm -hmm. I only want like certain people around me and also yeah, yeah at the end of the day too it's like you're not technically like whatever you're like you said it's not like maybe she doesn't feel the same way about you that you feel about her which Mm -hmm. I know is a really hard pill to swallow but I would say like this is your boyfriend's thing to navigate it's his sister like why don't you talk to him about it really like you know I don't know at the same time I feel like he shouldn't like that's just like he should tell you but I don't want him to be an instigator of like this shouldn't like no offense right this isn't about you like Mm -hmm. you just you don't have a right to be mad about this it's not your baby and it's like even if it was your sister's kid and she didn't want to have anyone around yet or she just Mm -hmm. wanted her parents around or something like that like that's your fucking that's like people like it's fucking called let's like I love that she was like I want to kill him with kindness I think that's great do you do crafts can you make them a blanket can you do something so wildly thoughtful 
people. Yeah. That they'll just be like but moved also, to tears. I but also genuine. You don't want to be fake. You're going to look, you're going to feel like a fucking idiot if you come in here and being like, like just over the top, like extra as hell, like receipts, planning, all that stuff. And then you see her and she's like, oh my gosh, like, hi. Like when we meet the baby and she's like, I was just in such a bad place. Like I You'll really didn't so want bad. Yeah. You're going to be like, oh wow. Why did I make this about me? Like yeah. just make a casserole. Like, yeah, I would say like send a bunch of food because mm-hmm. no one wants to cook when they have a baby. Yeah. Send some, yeah, send something yeah. thoughtful. Send, you know what I do for a lot of my girlfriends when mm. they have kids, which I think is like a really awesome gift. They get so much freaking baby stuff. It's like, yeah. I'm the one who just pushed this thing, this watermelon out of my JJ. No one's doing Oof. anything for me. So I usually try to buy my friends like, like a cute sweatsuit or something oh. in a size they currently are. Because also, by the way, after you have a baby, you're not no. small again. Yeah. So nothing fits. It's, you can't wear maternity clothes. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is the only outfit I can wear oh, that I feel good. So do something like that for her. Yeah. Girl, call us back. Yeah. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, this is, okay, last thing I'll say on this. Also, you don't have to be in the car for an yeah, hour. Score. She, she might not even want the younger brother there. That might be her husband being like, no, I want my family to come and all that stuff. And maybe she had her family there. Like the wife, the, the mom had her family there and all that stuff. And she felt safe and comfortable with that. And then he's like, okay, now my family's turn. And she's like, well, they're not like, it might even be that you consider yourself a part of their family. She might not feel as so included in their family that she wants a bunch of like boys around like all of that stuff and she's just limiting the amount of people that need to see her post all of it's this. honestly like really freaky how small newborns are yeah. too like yeah. even with my sister's kids i was in the room when she shot them out you know oh my god was and that then scarring? i was it was i, fe- I fainted You've heard that story. I passed out to the ground. No, I didn't. Yeah, they had to like resuscitate me. And then I was back in action. <laughs> At least um, you were at a hospital. That was, the nurse was like, oh no, we got to find her. Um, and uh, I was even like, wait, you're going to let all these people hold your baby right now? It's so little. But it's yeah. like also like the grandparents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was very protective of my niece when she was born. I wouldn't you let anybody. Yeah. I was in the room too. I'm like, have you and washed like, your hands? Yeah. What's going on with your health? I held her most of the time when she was in the hospital. Oh, They're so did you nugget no. tiny. Did you see it? Did you look? Yeah, because, you know, I studied biology and I had like took a first responder class. Like I know how to deliver Will you be there too? (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, I'm gonna make you deliver my between the, between the, your, yeah. your toe photo, Megan's yeah. toenail came off. True, and seeing a fully open vagina, I feel like maybe yeah. we should both go into the medical yeah. field. Yeah, yeah. Well, I probably not. left it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I was going towards it, and then I ran away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was never even that close. I could barely pass science. Yeah, so. I didn't take a lot of the science required. For <laughs> pass high not pass. Yeah, thank you. Me. Okay, should we go into the next? This is fun. So I am 26 years old and currently engaged, um, and my fiancé is seriously the best person I've ever known. Um, We've been dating for almost nine years, um, but the problem is his mom. She is arguably the worst person I've ever known in my life, and I'm not sure what to do about it. Um, She is a complete narcissist, and is like inherently in this weird competition with my fiance and I. Um, she's kind of dated around and now, you know, we're engaged. So she is getting engaged to her boyfriend. We are looking for a house. So she's building a house with her boyfriend. There's this weird underlying tension and has been for years. I am not sure how to move forward with this. And for some reason, the 
idea of dealing with this for the rest of my life and bringing children into this mess is so daunting. Um, so yeah, I just am so lost and with our wedding a year away, kind of freaking out. Um, I contemplated calling you many times, um, but out of fear of her finding out of, about this somehow kind of deterred me. So that being said, I finally bit the bullet and decided to reach out and I hope that you can help me. Um, my fiance wants no part in this. Um, he does not support what she's doing. He also sees what she's doing. We've sought counseling together. We've sought counseling separately. So I'm just completely lost. How can I move forward with someone who's so wonderful but comes with the worst baggage ever? Um, I've actually been in a very similar situation when I was like early 20s. Um, And I'm not going to lie. It was definitely a big factor for me, like kind of being like, all right. Because you have to decide what you do want to put up with and what you don't want to put up with. Um, But also like this is your fiance's family. And I feel like if you guys are going to get married and make a family together, like you need to be his number one priority. So he needs to, he needs to get involved in this mm-hmm. situation. Even if that means like, Hey, we're going to have new boundaries with my family. Like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you spend less time with them or whatever, but this seems like something you just have to decide, make the choice. I'm willing to put up with this or I am not. And there, and you can't control other people yeah. and what they're going to do. And it sounds like this is very strange, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um. So I want to touch on the therapy part because it's always my favorite go-to. Um. You said you I guys think it's great they, that they did, did it go. separately and together, but you're not actively still going. Mm-hmm. That's really what it sounds like. And therapy's not. Um, as somebody who's in therapy, therapy is not something you go when Once, your relationship then, is good, yeah. like when it's bad and then it gets better and then you stop going. Mm-hmm. Like that's not what it's for. Like you start therapy and then you continue therapy the whole time. Like yeah. our therapist, she and her husband have been in a therapist, been in therapy together. She said like since they like first got married. I think that's and awesome. They never stopped. And it's, that's what you need to do because you guys need to figure out a game plan. And if he's not doing anything about it. That needs to come from a therapist saying, okay, so what's the game plan here? How are we going to do this? Because if you've been trying to facilitate this and he's being not an active participant in trying to find a solution to this, then I think your hesitation is not because of his family. I think your hesitation is because he's not sticking up for you and you are not feeling supported in this, which is totally valid. But I think if you are fearing a wedding coming up within a year, I think you need to like listen to that because I genuinely don't think it's about his family. It's about how he reacts yes, to it. 100%. It's, because honestly, like my view of marriage is that like you guys and become each other's yeah, like, family exactly. and top priority. And it doesn't sound like you're feeling that from him. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wait, I'm blaming it on the mom situation. Mm-hmm. But definitely go back to therapy together and yeah. separately if you feel like that's what you want to do because I agree with you. Yeah. It's something you need to be doing in all seasons of life. And if this guy needs to have your back, my grandpa always said, you know, try to get divorced before you get married. Yeah. Try not no. to get married first. Yeah. Get divorced first. Then 
you know, whatever. Yeah, no, it, you know what I, I mean? That's exactly what as it needs to be. As harsh as that is to say, like, yeah. I definitely have a lot of hope for you guys that you're going to work through this. Yeah. And I, like, just like you said, like, I've, I've fully been there with guys where it's like, ter- like very much the exact same situation and like, everything like that. do you want to like tongue that. kiss your mom? Like, yeah. What's going and it's on like, does your here? mom, like, what is this? It's like, I forget does what her boyfriend com- look like you. Yeah. A comedian <laughs> says like, oh my God, like, like no, I want to fuck my son. Like that one. <laughs> my friends and I always say like, you either end up with an in, like your, your boyfriend, your boyfriend's mom is either uh like is in love with her own son or uh wants to wants you to be their kid and there's only it's either like oh my god i love you like you're perfect yes. like you are like you are my, the daughter i never like ever had like oh my god like we're best friends like we're getting our nails done we're shopping and it's like mm-hmm. overkill or it's like fuck you you were the worst you're taking my son away from me it's like well are you gonna give your son a blowjob like and, is that like like <laughs> is that how is that relationship here? the same yeah and i feel like after going through that when i was younger now with chris my boyfriend with his mom mm-hmm. she is like literally the coolest person um, like she would come and like hang out with us yeah. and be like i have good advice for you guys <gasps> oh, i love but also very chill yeah. very awesome and so it does make you grateful for those relationships and you just might have to be like i'm never gonna have that like yeah and i think you just might not and i think it's okay that's okay you just have to like the idea of like in-laws or anyone who's like that great relationship i think you also need to take people at face value and for what they're worth like so if she's like a narcissistic bitch she's a narcissistic bitch she's and like how that in that, all relationships yeah, probably so you're not special how do you take yourself out of how do you get out of the situation when that is like applicable as much as you can so when she when is she the worst narcissistic bitch when does it affect you when does it actually hurt you versus when is it annoying she also sounds like the type of mom that will probably wear white to your wedding yeah <laughs> i you went go. to a wedding like that once where the mom was like trying openly to outshine the bride. Oh my gosh. The weirdest, See, but that, weirdest of all time. So dumb. But you look, I mean, the other person looks yeah. so stupid and everybody can see the writing on the wall. It's yeah. very embarrassing for them. And I think you just need to like, you, you just like taking every situation like as it is, like is, is the fact that she's getting married and like all of that stuff because you are too, like it's funny. Like think about it like that. Like you're not going to be able to fix this person of their narcissistic tendencies, but when in reality does this actually hurt you? Is it like, okay, is it terrible? Do you go to dinner and is she just like the fucking worst and talking about herself? Cool. So go to dinner with her once a month and then the entire time just be like, don't like, don't engage in that and just be like, okay, like let her do her thing, but don't put yourself in like the battlefield of it as often and if your fiance is seeing that too then you then you guys just that you you reframe the parameters and changes of everything mm-hmm. and then when it comes to having kids that is again i think you a conversation you have to have in therapy like how with your involved partner. is your yeah. mom going to be in our kid's life because i mean maybe not as involved as you sort of imagined or dreamed when you were growing up and i think you just have to totally shift your expectations because yeah. i know for me like that's been something i've really had to work on is having realistic expectations for relationships for what people are going to give me and mm-hmm. honestly and truly all you can do is control yourself and your yeah. own emotions and also how much you let other people offend you, which is a very oh, hard yeah. lesson to learn because yeah. it's like, I'm so mad at this person. Mm-hmm. I resent them. I hate them. Guess who's hurting? Just me. Yes. They don't even know I exist. Yes. They don't care. No. They have no idea I'm mad. I, at all. I really started learning um, about like, I I put so much, like I have these, like I always had these expectations of like what other people, their relationship, what our relationships would be like, not even necessarily romantic, but just anyone. In general. And I would put forth all of this effort and energy and time into like all of these people and then even if it didn't work like 
if I wasn't met with what I was giving, I would then give more to hopefully be like, oh yeah, this is what I want. This is what I like. This would be great. And finally, the moment I just stopped giving a shit and was like, I'm not putting the fucking effort in if I'm not getting any back, I received the exact same amount of effort. But guess I hurt so much less because I wasn't putting in all of that effort. Mm -hmm. They're going to give me the same thing that they're always going to give me. I'm going to just, I'm just going to give them exactly that back. And it's not manipulative to try and get them to do more. But the less I gave a shit about it, it was the same situation, but I wasn't trying to like put so much into it. And you're happier. And I, yeah, and I'm not disappointed. And it's like, I don't care anymore. Like, this is fine. And it's not even like a, oh, fuck this. You like, fuck you. I don't care. It's like, no, you know what? Some people like the expectations that you have for them and everything like that, like in the relationships and all of that stuff and what you foresee, like relationships with people to be like when you're younger and you see all of that stuff, when they don't meet those expectations, you're the one who put those expectations there. Like, sure. Yes. Movies, TV, all of like the media has done all of that. Those things influence us. Yeah. But once you not necessarily lower your expectations, but you reframe because like, as you're saying, this is an amazing, wonderful, fantastic guy. So let's say you, you guys break up if you, and also if you break up, then then that's also fine too. But if it's because of the family, yes, this family was going to be a part of his life and all that stuff. And if it's something that you can't deal with for sure, but then think about it in the other sense. I don't think any situation, any relationship, everything is going to be perfect all the time. No. And also like someone else is in family either. So like you did another guy and then they have a terrible uncle. Like exactly. There's always going to be something. Everybody's got at least one weird uncle. Oh yeah. 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 At least (laughs) least one. (laughs) So don't blame him for the situation. But I do think that there is some responsibility to be taken for how your life is going to like yeah. work out that he needs to be on board with. Because I think it's more about him and I think it's way less about the mom. I think totally. it's way more about how you don't feel supported in that, which is completely valid and fair why you so wouldn't want to be in a marriage with someone like that. So I think you guys need to go to therapy once a week and you need to talk about everything and you need to lay it all out on the table mm-hmm. and you need to say what you want from this and really air your like the, that frustration and having a third party like on biased Mm -hmm. be able to like look at you two and like look at him and be like it seems like she's really hurt by this and this is something that's really hard like do I like what are you going to do to help contribute to this and it's not you being the nagging bitch which like even if you're having the same conversations I fucking promise you like Moss and I can have the exact same conversation over and over and over again then we go to therapy (laughs) and have the conversation I'm like and suddenly you heard her even though I've been saying the exact same thing. Well yeah because having an outside person so another thing I was going to recommend since you guys are engaged something that Chris and I did even though we're not engaged I'm like we're like going to like pre-dating counseling um we took this test it's called prepare and enrich and it's like a pre-marital thing that basically like you take this quiz it takes freaking forever it's like the love language quiz but at the end it's like based on science here are your problems here's what and then you go to like a therapist session and for i think we went like six times or eight times and they basically teach you how to to fight yeah like effectively because fighting is like you know it's a negative word obviously but like you're gonna have arguments Mm -hmm. and bigger issues probably than this in your future Mm -hmm. but i just thought it was so cool so i've been telling everyone it's prepared you can google it it's like on online i'll put the link in the notes yeah it's pretty cool have you seen it before have you seen that i hadn't heard of it but i'm looking at fascinating and I think like a lot of church people do it but it's not a religious thing but it does bring up like oh I'm this religion you're that religion what is that going to mean for like things you would never think about in the Mm -hmm. world until you're like thinking about them on this quiz you know it's pretty crazy I have hope for you though I I do too you have a year until you're getting married you totally have time to start working through this stuff you know and I would also say listen to um Listen to your gut when it comes to this. And then even if 
you're in therapy um, and you don't feel like it's working and you still have the feeling of like, oh, I don't know. You don't have to break up, but postpone the wedding. Like, That's I just. That's okay. Yeah. Totally I just okay. think that even if through all of this, as much as he's a perfect guy and all of this, if it's still like you just don't have, like you just don't feel okay with it, let yourself. Because I think that's another really hard thing that once you put the time and the effort into therapy and all this stuff, it really feels like, okay, now I have to make this work. No, you don't absolutely have to. No, I know someone who canceled their wedding three weeks out, lost so tens of thousands, maybe even like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Best choice ever. Yeah. Best choice yeah. ever. Um, they ultimately did not end up getting married, but this person is now married to someone else yeah. very happily. And I think a lot of people, it's just you, the courage, it's really hard to have the courage mm-hmm. to, I mean, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. You got to work on it now. But we believe in you. We do. We do. Should they go you can therapy do it. with the mom? I think oh, they should wow. go to therapy together because I don't think, I honestly don't think it's about the mom. I think it's about how his reaction, I think it's about... Him not having her back. Yes. And I think that's all like, that's a huge, uh, huge. Yeah. I think that's, that's probably what the huge issue is to it because at the end of the day, it is his mom. And if he is saying one thing to you, his, like his fiance saying one thing and supporting you and all that stuff, but then in the moment is not sticking up for you to me, it just sounds like he's saying what you want to hear, but will not actually go up to bat for you versus when there's a therapist there that you're going to find that out as opposed to like finding out once you have kids and you're like, holy shit, I thought this was going to change. I thought you were on my side. You have someone to then, he has to be held accountable the next week. He has to go back and it's like, okay, well you saw the mom, like how did it go? And you're like, not well, bitch, not fucking well. And, you- and also the mom, like it's hard too. Cause like about the expectation thing, it's like, is she really gonna change? Yeah. Like, or can you change your situation and the way you handle it and, and- like approach it and, but also not a bad idea eventually if she's open to admitting that she needs to have those conversations. But yeah, but it also might be he needs to under like he needs to go to like in group therapy. And that's the thing with couples therapy is great. It's like it's also very much like individual therapy, too. Like you don't always focus on like, OK, this it's like you're you, you're you dealing with this then, one yes. thing that's affecting your relationship. And in that he might realize that he has some issues in his relationship with his mother. And that's where all this is and things that you might not even know that are going to get brought I honestly up. think it's so great. And I had yeah. never done that in a relationship until this thing I did with Chris. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. And I walked away like there's hard lessons to learn. But I think. If you're in a good relationship, like at the end of the day, even though it is so hard to have those kind of conversations, mm-hmm. I think you walk away feeling like empowered and like you've been through something, you yeah. know, in a good and I mean that in in a good like a good way that you're learning and growing. And no, whatnot. It's, but it's not easy to change. It's not it's at hard. all. But it's amazing because like you can do like, yeah, like we've we have fixed so many of our fucking issues in like weeks like like two weeks of a set like two weeks whereas it would have taken like 25 years literally i mean like so like all these issues we have in the last three fucking years like we can fix them this time i'm so glad you called though me too and if donna hears this yeah fucking donna donna ugh, donna what ugh, a bitch what a bitch yeah but you I'm, call well, us and watch, tell us your problems yeah and watch the movie monster-in-law because i think oh monster monster-in-law mm-hmm. oh I with jane fonda Mo- no i'm lying guys this is not a movie that's a movie audition for this monster-in-law yeah. is jane fonda and j-lo yeah, yeah. Oh, I and it's where she's mom, like, wait, I was gonna be, you were like a baby when that movie came out. No, I auditioned for one that sounds similar. Okay. And then there's the Monster, also great <laughs> Totally different thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, in-laws, <laughs> in-laws have the, rep- like the, the reputation for being terrible because a lot of the time they are. 
I'm very fortunate right now. Like, honestly, my family's also wild. No, so your family's my family's the best. They're very involved. I'm obsessed with They're family. never getting away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us you are listeners in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good I've even like had it on like ice and been like I'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and I just I love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my beverage while i'm working out i just take one stick of the hydrate mix it in with my bottle of water 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there they also have the all-in-one shakes which i absolutely love i'm running low so i gotta get some more but um i 
love the chocolate bliss, the vanilla cream, the caramel sundae. I have all three of those flavors. Sometimes I mix and match them. Sometimes I'll use it when I'm baking or I'll just drink it straight. And it is, they're so good. They have a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that makes it so delicious. You can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have 310's four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must-read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective 
Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Let's get into more calls. Let's advise some more people. Mm, I'm an advisor <laughs> with advisor. <laughs> you are. Hi, Megan. It is 7 a.m. where I'm calling from right now, and I was supposed to pick up the phone last night at 3 a.m. and call you, but I decided I needed to get my shit together first. I'm 24. My boyfriend is 22. We've been dating for just over two years. We've just been pre-approved for a house, and we're very excited. We have a prenup done, yes. No one gets their panties in a knot, and we're excited to move on to the next chapter of our life. Yada, yada. The problem I have is his best friend. His best friend is just on a bit of a different spectrum than us. He's single, never been in a stable relationship. He doesn't have a career right now. He's working as a bartender at his parents' restaurant on weekends. Uh, he's constantly wanting to switch his mind about careers and whatnot. That's out of my business. The problem that I have is he is a very great friend, not only to my boyfriend, but to me. However, he's almost... No, he is a bad influence in the sense that when we go out, he's, let's go out, let's drink, let's get super drunk, let's do this, let's go to a club. And you literally have to say 30 times, no, I am not going. Like, we are not going. We are, like, they're too old for that. We live in Canada. We've done that when we're 18. Like, we're not doing that. They've been friends forever. And like I said, he's a really great friend. However, my problem is... Whenever my boyfriend gets together with him, there's been three episodes where they've ended up getting shit-faced on a weeknight, and my question basically is, does this need to be a red flag to me? Now, the red flag comes from episode number three last night that we've been dating for over two and a half years, and this, this is just like it's not okay with me. A little bit more context, I grew up with a very alcoholic father. And unfortunately, unfortunately, a trait that I brought from this is I can 100% know when anyone in my life is lying, when something is up. I just, like, have a third sense now about it all. Um, so he went to hockey last night. They play on a hockey team. The hockey team um, has practice on Thursdays. He texts me, hey, I'm at practice, yada, yada, whatnot. Um, he texts me at 11.45, which he usually calls me, and he was like, hey, good night. And I knew something was up. I called him. He lied to me and told me, oh, I just got home from hockey. And I said, no, you didn't. You're wasted. I can tell. Like, by an instant, I can tell you're drunk. So long story short, he actually lied to me, and we got to this massive fight about it. And he was like, yeah, okay. His friend, we'll call him Patrice, made him get super drunk last night. I know that this is on him, um, and realistically, it's down to his choices and not his friends. However, what do I do about this bad influence, and does this need to be a huge red flag about us moving in together, or is this just him and his 20s having fun? Please help me. Thanks. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad no one knew me when I was 22. Holy shit, was bartending at all that house. Yeah. I just want to say, you really hurt my day. feelings with your tone in this call. <laughs> I feel personally fucking attacked, and I would like an apology from you because I feel I feel attacked. I was very confused, but then I realized Canada, the drinking age is 18. Because when you were like, we're too old for this, I was like, shit. Whoa, we're yeah. on different pages. I. It does Patrice want to hang out with me? Though? Yeah, honestly, cool. <laughs> I think the first thing I'll say is and uh, this is I think for you as much as you're saying like, oh, I can tell when someone's lying and all of that stuff. People lie for a multitude of reasons. I'm not a fan of lying at mm -hmm. all or anything like that. He's clearly was lying because you feel uncomfortable about him drinking this much. And you also feel very uncomfortable with him drinking this much because your dad was an alcoholic. And like 
my therapist has this thing mm-hmm. where she says, if it's hysterical, it's historical. And if it's real, oh my God, this moment she said it to Damn, me, I was just like, put that on a shirt yeah. or a binder. I know. And then she leans over and she goes, we if have to talk about all of your trauma. And I'm historical. like, oh gosh. Wow. Well, yeah. So if it's historical, I mean, if it's hysterical, it's historical. And I think again, as somebody like I don't drink, I don't, sur- I don't love mm-hmm. people. I don't, I don't hang out with people who get like trashed and wasted and mm-hmm. all of those things. So I like, can I, like count the number of times I've seen you like at a bar. Oh my God. Mott has, nev- like Mott has never seen me waste. Like he's never seen me wasted. He's seen me tipsy. Like I had half a glass of wine and was tipsy and he's like, you were scary. And I was like, You're I was cheap mad date, at though. you. That's exciting. Was this at a wedding? Yeah, we were at a wedding. We were <laughs> fighting and I was like, I'll get a wine. And he goes, oh, she's so mad He's like, I'm going to have to carry her Half a wine, I was so mad, threw up. It was terrible. Um, but so I understand, like, A, not drinking and... N- oh, God. Wow. Such loud noises Excuse outside. Me. So I understand you <laughs> not drinking and all of that. Um, I think, like, this isn't a red flag. I think you are bringing a lot of your previous childhood trauma to this, which is totally valid. Right. I do that in so many different things where I will, mm-hmm. like, again, have this hysterical reaction. And then my therapist has to be like, this isn't your reaction is completely valid based on your history with this. But this isn't a react. You're not reacting to this incident. You are reacting to this and then all of this backstory that you bring to it. So I think you need to un- like realize that. And I think because of that reaction and of your like, not no, like, no, we're not doing this. And you're using the term we so much with you and him. If he's going out with his friends and doing this, yes, guys are dumb. Yes, they can be a prayer part. If he didn't want to do it, he wouldn't do it. And I think you're kind of speaking for him when you're like, no, we don't do that. We don't do that. That's why he's hiding it from you is because he wants to do it. He feels bad about himself that he wants to and that you're going to think less of him. So he's hiding it from you. And so, again, as somebody who like I can totally tell when someone's lying and all of that, there's also a time to recognize, okay, I'm bringing to this my own issues. Again, very valid issues. That's also part of the reason why I don't drink is because it's just traumatic and it brings those issues to you that makes you feel like this this makes me feel like I felt in this point mm-hmm. and it's not on him to make you not feel like that because that he's not doing that him drinking during the week like that's like I know plenty of people who have like a drink every night after dinner like, I do I have like my my mom swears it's very healthy it is healthy I yeah. have a glass of red wine like pretty much every single day I'm not like wasted or anything but I mean, to your point, I think lying is wrong. Yeah. I don't care when it happens or how it happens. But ask yourself, like, why does he feel like he has to lie mm-hmm. to you? Because clearly he doesn't want to. You guys are you're very responsible. You're getting like a prenup of some sort to buy yeah. a home. Yeah. Be responsible in a way that's like introspective, too. And I would say we already told this to the last caller. I would 100 percent recommend you going to therapy mm-hmm. on your own yeah. for sure um my grandma was an alcoholic mm-hmm. and I remember like I have a super open family she was like in rehab multiple times when I was a kid and I remember my mom picking us up from school and being like time to go to group therapy and I truly do think the reason that my mom and her siblings and like our family is very well adjusted and open well we're open obviously and talking about yeah. it but also because you got to do the hard work sometimes and have those conversations and I think it's only going to be good for you you're only 24 like you obviously have it together but work through this stuff having to do with your you know dad and his alcoholism because that's not to be taken lightly like that had a huge effect on you and if you guys are planning on having a family in the future you definitely like want to try to get rid of or deal with as much of that baggage before you bring your own family into the Mm -hmm. world um because I definitely see how that would be 
a whole other layer that in the future that you haven't even probably thought about as much. And the friend has nothing to do with this, exactly. in my opinion. He's just like a bonus Jonas. He's yeah, 22. Frankie. Like, oh, bless oh, Frankie him. Jonas. I think you're villainizing the friend because you don't want to villainize your boyfriend when neither of them are villains no, in the situation. No. And it's very natural to like be like, want to get drunk and all of that stuff. And then I also want to say, so... If you don't want to be with somebody who drinks, that's also very okay. Yep. But you need to, that needs to be your hard line. And that's not something that you need to be like taking out on him. Yeah. Or be an ultimatum. Like it's me, like you, because he doesn't, he doesn't have a drinking problem. I think like if, and also I would say like getting like, if you, he gets wasted one night a week with his friends and stuff. Like, I mean, like when Mots and I first started dating, he had uh, him and his friends played. Oh God, it was a kickball Poker or softball. or something? Kickball oh. or softball. One of those. Oh God. And like, they like would get wasted after. And it was like a Wednesday night or whatever. And then the- Dudes like, being bros being exactly. dudes and, and like, stuff. <laughs> n- now as he's gotten older and like responsibilities with work and also like he'll get heartburn and like all of that stuff. He's, <laughs> exactly. He's not going to do that. But it's, I think- you're kind of reacting based on like your where your lives are at in the sense and like mm-hmm. and I also again I really really I was financially independent by the time that I was uh like 18 I lived on my own in an apartment like I never went to clubs like I didn't do any of this mm-hmm. stuff like very much understand like where, the most put together young and like person I get that time. but like mentally totally falling apart but like aesthetically very put together <laughs> so I understand that aspect of it and like it I definitely all so like that's when I met you and Lily and all mm-hmm. of my friends were older than me because I was like cool you all have your lives together we had, like jobs yes. and doing things and, and it's like yeah and so that's also like so then I that's like I I don't remember if she said there was an age difference in her boyfriend yeah or they're she's, two years apart yeah she's two, two years, years older so that my boy Mats is four years older than me I would have never even da- I couldn't even date a guy who was my age because I I a women mature faster than men but also I was just at a different life point mm-hmm. than even my pe- friends my age for sure so then I was dating someone older and even then like he was still kind of being like a reckless right. like guy but it took him it took him changing and wanting that for himself and like I've got a hard line with like I don't date people who do hard drugs anymore <laughs> I mean not that like I just don't do drug addicts anymore yeah, that's yeah. not my thing and so if you have a hard line that can that then that needs to be there but that also needs to be there when you start dating someone and so the idea that like if you don't want to you don't have to date like date I'm not saying you need to date an alcoholic don't date an alcoholic at all right like but, if this person's drinking and driving yes. and doing irresponsible things and like hooking up with people yeah. when they're wasted totally different story but he's just He's he doing just sounds s- like he's living life. Yeah. You and, know, and you, in a different way than you. I'm sorry that that happened to yeah. you, that your dad's an alcoholic, because like now you're having to deal with it and that mm-hmm. just really blows. But you can't control what's art. But you can't control what's already happened and yeah. you can't control your dad, but you have total control over what's going to happen in your life. Mm-hmm. So like make it good, yeah. you know, and try to like get through this situation and just know that like, dude. It really sucks. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry that happened to you because, like, I mean, I look at my mom and what she went through and, like, oh, my gosh, just, like, so uncool. Like, she didn't deserve that, you know, but she has, I think, as a result of what she went through with her family, she was, like, my family is not going to be like Mm -hmm. that. Like, even the fact that we, like, have open discussions Mm -hmm. and don't sweep things under the rug or whatever – probably to a fault sometimes I'm like this is I don't want to know this about you guys um it's just something she was just like nope the buck stops here this is it is cyclical and it is for many people hereditary and like addictive personality traits and it's just like nope we're done with that Mm -hmm. and I give her so much credit for 
I mean, what five-year-old is like, I'm going to go to group therapy right now. My grandma's rehab center for alcoholism. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I think it was really good for us. Mm -hmm. And I think then you can start a new chain and a new cycle for your future. Yeah. So best of luck. Yeah. Um, And yeah, so sorry about all of that stuff. But I don't think you need to worry about him at all. Yeah. Worry about you. Yeah. Yeah, girl. Okay. On to the last call. On to the last call. call. Oh, my gosh. Hi, Megan. I'm 19, and I am in my second semester of college. So this past weekend, it was my birthday weekend. It was really crazy and fun. And two days before my birthday, I was talking to my friends um, who we were going to room together next year. And I was like, hey, I'm feeling kind of left out. Like, you guys don't want to hang out with me and you're only friends with me when it's convenient to you. So I wanted to tell them that. And I have, like, pretty bad depression and anxiety. So I was like, this, like, might just be my depression and my mental health speaking for me. So I told them that. And they were, like, like kind of, like, judgmental about it. So then the day after my birthday, um, they unadded me from the roommate group. So I'm not rooming with them next semester. And they said they didn't know that the university was going to email me that I was going to be out of their group, which is kind of BS because, of course, the university would let you know if somebody unadded you from a roommate group. So I kind of had a little freak out because they didn't tell me and I was already feeling like really left out of the group so I've just kind of gone into like a really bad like depressive episode recently and um I'm like seeking help but it just really hurts to to know that like your best friends aren't actually your best friends so um yeah I think advice be super great Oh, I want to give you a hug. So I, I'm curious. Maybe you guys have more clarity. Did she talk to her friends about this while they were like partying? I don't know know. if they were drunk or not. Because I feel like she said things got crazy, and then the day after after the the birthday birthday. is when she got unadded. So I'm wondering, like, what she said. Well, yeah, I'm super curious, like how it all went down and how where they are of like some of your mental health stuff because. I think that's always like good information to have if you are a good friend, but they're not, yeah, good, they're, they're, not, not they're not your friends. They're not even not they're good friends. They're definitely not, not your friends. Your friends. My sister, who's like almost two years younger than me, we were in college at the same time at different schools. Oh. Um, have you met my sister? Yeah. You have. So my sister Allie was in college at the same time as me and she went to Long Beach State and I went to UCI. So like pretty close to yeah. each other. She was supposed to live with these girls, or she did live with these girls her second year in an apartment, and they were like straight up nightmare, crazy, terrible, terrible, terrible people. One of them even lived with my parents over the summer because my parents were like, Oh, you don't have a place oh, to stay. You can stay with so us. Your and I saw the writing on the wall. I was yeah. like, This girl is a mega bitch. Yeah. Like, she got to go. She is a snake in the grass and she is bad news. My parents were like, But, oh, whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, you guys are such good people. Anyways, cut to she was basically just like using my sister so she could have summer housing. Yeah. And then my sister lived with these girls straight up nightmare terrible terrible people and they really hurt her feelings Mm -hmm. a lot too they like didn't want to live with her the next year and I was like girl 
let me tell you, I was so wise, two years older. I was like, you just dodged a bullet. Mm -hmm. And it took her a long time to kind of like embrace and understand that too, because it was the truth in her case, for sure. Like these were not good people. They were actually terrible people. And she went on to, as hard as it was to find housing last minute, find a place to live, so stressful lived with a different group of people who she has like been in all their weddings. They were at her wedding. They're all the best of friends. And it was terrible. It was the worst situation because these people were just so mean and awful, especially after our family had embraced them and done something kind for them, which I felt offended by. So come for me. You know who you are. If you're listening, (laughs) I will cut you. Um, And it, it ended up being great. But I am glad that you are in treatment or like seeking help because that's like the most important layer, yeah. I would say. I feel really, my heart breaks for you. Yeah, you, you are living my college. You freshman, had a similar this, si- situation. Yes, and th- exactly what you said about dodging a bullet. Girl, you fucking dodged a bullet because I moved, that situation that happened to you, I moved in with those girls. Oh, and that was yes, me. that's right. And they were two mean. weeks in. They were like, we don't want to live with you anymore. We only started living with you so you would pay all the rest of the money. And like, we like, like, and we like being able to like take your stuff. And I was like, what? And I was completely like, yeah. And it was, it was, I, I started feeling the same way that you're describing a feeling like they're being left out. I felt that over the summer. And again, also depressed, anxious that I was like, this is me. This is me. Like not, not like, because sometimes that does happen. Like sometimes you're, you're feeling like, oh, my depression, anxiety is making me feel like everyone hates me, but no one hates me. And so I was telling myself like, no, no, you're fine. Like you're like, this is fine. They're not leaving you out. They're not being mean to you. I'm overreacting or something. Exactly. And I moved in with them and it was literally the first week, but it was the second my, like my parents drove away. We were also supposed to go get dinner. I'm like, they were like so nice in front of my parents. I felt a little weird because I was like, that's what's happening. And they were like so sweet. And the second my parents left, like I went downstairs, we were all going to go to dinner. And like, my parents are like, Oh, what are you guys plans? And they're like, Oh, we're all going to go to dinner. I like get downstairs and they had already left (gasps) and they had gone. And I was like, what? And it was just immediate. It was two, those two. And then me. And it was like, I spent, weeks desperately trying to make them like like to like like me and it was so dumb because it was like these are people who are treating me like shit and now I'm bending over backwards to try and convince them to like still not even not treat me like shit but just let me still hang around and like just take them treating me like shit so as much as this totally totally fucking sucks you did dodge a bullet like For sure this would have been so fucking terrible first of all i'm so glad three, you didn't move in with yes, them Ew. three girls should never live together three is just a terrible <laughs> fucking number it's always two against one uh-huh. it's not like never do that in general, don't live with friends. Mm-hmm. It's I, these were girls that I was fr- like, had become friends with freshman year. And I had originally had been like, oh, I wish we had lived together freshman year. I fucking loved my freshman year roommate. I mean, she was a fucking random person. And probably has like your, her own life. You're yeah. not like with each other 24 seven. Like I've even said this so many times out of like all of my very close friends, there's very few that I have the chemistry to mm-hmm. live with, to travel with, like that's a whole yeah. other thing. And I think that's totally okay. But I think, honestly, I think you are going to be so much happier, even though you're really upset right now, which I think is so valid. Yeah, That's just mean that they didn't tell you to your face and you had to find out through an email. That is cowardly, yeah. immature, and not what you need in your life. No. And these, these people, I think – 
I went through a string of like terrible friends, picking terrible friends, and now just picking less terrible friends. And I think the thing that I learned through all of it is I would rather be, and as someone who's like being depressed, being alone when you're depressed is like not a good thing, but I would have rather, I got to this place where I was like, I would literally rather have no fucking friends than get in this situation with somebody else again. So I'm just going to be fine. I'm going to have no friends and I'm going to deal with that. And then if someone comes in, they have to be so fucking great, but I'm not going to sacrifice the idea of having friends because I wasn't having friends. Right. I was and just having people in my proximity exactly. that I was calling my friend because I thought I needed to have friends, but I'm like, but you're not friendship is a relationship. And if that relationship isn't there, they're just fucking people. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that you like, you're going to realize once you like a, I think it's a fantastic that you're getting treatment and taking care of yourself and focusing on all of that. And I think through that, you're also going to realize that I bet you that the feeling of feeling left out, you've been feeling it for a, a long, a while. And it took until it was hard for you to kind of ignore it. Or maybe they were saying, things in front of other people that like it just it got under your skin immediately like it didn't it didn't get under skin immediately like it had been there for a while and I think you're going to realize through all of that like not that's not any fault of your own but you're not you're not going to let people like that into your life again and I think we live in this world where like and listen I work in media I I I love Taylor Swift she has her squad Mm -hmm. but we're served these ideas in the media and like I mean I'm one of the ones serving it out Mm -hmm. there is like I have my whole squad of 15 people you don't need 15 friends your woof I call it your woof pack your woof pack could be you and one other person and that is really all you need you don't need 30 friends surrounding you all the time because honestly you can't be close friends with 30 people anyways Mm -mm. like those are shallow friendships you just need like one or two people who really care about you and that's it that's all you need in life so like don't feel pressure by society or media to be like I need like a whole sorority house of people around you guess what all the people in those houses they don't all like each other anyways I can tell you that from personal experience you know um and you know I think it's more important that you have just like a few solid people around mm-hmm. you and that could be like a family member even that's a friend to you or whatever and um people who care about your well-being yeah in a real way you yeah. know not in like a fictitious fabricated kind of way and being in college and I don't know if you're far away from family or if you have any good high school friends or other friends that like or cousins or anyone that you're close with that's what I really did once because I mean I ended up dropping out which I'm like that's also because I lived with them and it was like just so 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 terrible but um, I, I really like really fostered long distance friendships with a lot of my friends of like my, my like high school um, friends. Sydney, from obviously yeah, who I've never Linda, met, but I definitely she's know. She's an icon. What an icon. She's what a curly haired queen. Literally. Yeah. She is. She really and so is. we, we had a, like, we've, we have gotten very good at being long distance friendship, being long distance friends. And I think for, and I don't want to like say like, Oh, talk to your high school friends because I don't want to be insensitive if you didn't have a great high school experience and you didn't come away with some great friends. that's super normal too. So normal. Like mm-hmm. I, I think it usually people either have like a group of friends that they have through their life through college or from high school. I don't mm-hmm. know anyone who has like all of my high school friends and all of my college friends. Yeah. We're all like the closest and we're all best friends. Like that doesn't, you usually like one was more successful than the other when it comes like who you walk away with. And so uh, the, you might not have had those friends in high school, but you're that means you're going to like make those friends in college. But I think it's so much more important to even if you can't physically surround yourself with people who support you and care about you and like care about your well-being and love you um 
having those people via text, via phone calls. Mm-hmm. Like I had a couple of friends of mine who we weren't even, we were friends in high school. We weren't even that close, but they also had really shitty high, like college experiences and they were miserable. So like every single that. fucking day we would FaceTime and eat lunch together. And like, be, like being like, okay, you hate your, you're in Colorado and you hate college. Like I'm That's in like the beautiful thing about this world that we live yeah. in now and technology is that it can be used in a positive way. And so maybe that's something that you can embrace. Also something else is like a lot of people are like, you know, it's hard to make friends as adults. And I do agree for sure. But so many of my closest friends I have met as an adult Mm -hmm. through shared passions, AKA like my job. Yeah. And I've been super blown away by that. So maybe like once you feel ready, either find like a club or an organization on campus that is like in line with something you're passionate about or like get a job. I, when I was bartending, Mm -hmm. I met so many cool people. I'm not really in touch with any of them right now, but um, actually me and my sister worked at the same. We worked at Outback Steakhouse together and we had so blooming onion onion, y'all. Oh my gosh. It's so unhealthy, but so good. And, um, yeah, we met so many people that we hung out with in our twenties and just had like a great time with, and there's always time to make new friends. Yeah. So now it's time for don't blame them. Oh, my gosh. So this is where people will call in. Listeners will call in and give their own advice if they've got personal experience with like a call. Oh, so like, yeah. So if someone had like signed a prenup and like, um, oh, my gosh, they were drinking. My text guy was like, get a prenup. Yeah. I'm like, how much stuff do you think I have? I like don't really have very much. Can you get married? Hopefully soon. Oh, my God. Hopefully like, you know, you're going to just I I know. Gotta get going on Megan and Lily, my twins. Yes, you have twins, same way. I know for a fucking fact, I'm just gonna get like a text message or an email from you. And I'll be like, hey guys, we're having a barbecue. We'd love you to come by. That's the plan. Everybody better show up. Never, ever fucking like be like, oh, I don't wanna go. Cause I'm like, you could honestly convince me to do so many social things because everything I'd be like, Jocelyn might be getting married. I have to go. She might be getting married. Now you know the key. Now you know the key. Don't tell Kyle. Don't tell Kyle. He wants me to be social. He's like, it's your comeback. I was like, fuck you. First of all, if I left, I'm not ready to come back. Okay, so what episode is this from? This is from the episode with Kelsey Dara. That's how you saw her name. Oh right? yeah, Kelsey. Yeah. I love Kelsey. Because I asked her 15 times. I, I was like, tell me how to say it. I really love her. She's yeah, love a her. bevy of information and advice. She is. She's she really like is. Lily, but like a Leo, like a Leo version of Lily. She's like me. I really liked her. Like if me and Lily had a baby. Mm-hmm. She's so funny. Legitimately. Yeah. Like she has real skills. Yeah, she you does. Know, as I drool. <laughs> <laughs> skills, skills. I like her. And so um, the original caller um, had called because her grandfather had mm. been murdered. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And um, her aunt, who did not get along with her grandfather, was, like, taking fame with his death. Stop. Yeah. And so this is someone calling with a similar experience. What the this fuck is more wrong with once? people? I'm still waiting for the one. The, I, want, I want someone to call in with similar advice for the person who accidentally, accidentally murdered someone else. Hi, Megan. This is for um, feedback with the episode with Kelsey and the girl whose grandpa just passed away and her aunt was kind of being a bitch about it. Um, I'm 21 and I recently just lost my mom and my aunt, who was her twin sister, did the same exact thing, posted on social media, kind of used my mom's death as like her way into fame, which sounds shitty, but it was true. Um, The way I dealt with it, and it really pissed me off, but the way I dealt with it was kind of looking at it through my mom's perspective and knowing that if I made a scene at her funeral or said anything about it, it would have embarrassed my mom and it wouldn't be something my mom would have done. So that's why I kind of kept my mouth shut. Finally, at one point I did say something, but the perspective, the way I looked at it was just like, 
you know, I'm here to remember their memory. And if this person wants to use it as fame at the end of the day, they'll get what's coming for them. And so I'm just kind of looking at it with respect for the person who passed away and just with love. I'm really sorry for her loss. And just um, I get that it's really frustrating, but it's good to be the bigger person and not stoop down to their level because if they're using someone's death for fame, they're the shitty person. So I just would recommend not stooping down to the level. level. Um, thanks so much. Love the podcast. Um, have a good day. Wow. Oh, my God. That's very mature. So mature. Wow. First of all, so sorry for your loss. That's, I mean, I, yeah. I, I was like, well, okay, an, well, I get revenge. Yeah, there's two she other has... people who have been, like, this This is, I, this is crazy to me. This is, like. We had a few calls about this. Yeah. Wow. Really? That is strange, though. And you do see that on social media. Yeah. Specifically with old people on Facebook oh, and they, some of the stuff uh, they post. I'm just like. This yeah. is not appropriate. Well, yeah, and I, I had a friend. I had um, a friend pass away my 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 junior year of high school, and like we were like satellite friend, like we were friendly, very small school, and like mm-hmm. we all did theater together. But I really knew him from being my one of my best friends. It was her boyfriend, and he passed away suddenly. And the amount of fucking people who like came out of the woodwork, the woodwork. Were like, oh my god, I miss like blah blah blah, and like his ex, like well, the, yeah, his uh, ex. She was so fucking funny about it. She would just like turn to me and just be like, he fucking hated this person. This person's posting all the Facebook. I want to fucking like, kill. Him. Oh, I, was, like, I miss my just friend. Bring it. I was like, and... think about how funny he thinks this is think about how much he is laughing that this person who he fucking hates is talking about how much of a great relationship they had when they had no idea the entire time he was just fucking with them like he was just making fun of them like come on it's so crazy it's really crazy how people come out of the woodwork it's truly disgusting i had a situation with my parents a few years ago and they got into an accident it was crazy and some of the people that showed up what to the The hospital oh yeah oh yeah and i was in charge i'm the captain now so we had people showing up to the hospital to visit them and i was like oh no i know why you're here you're just you feel guilty for all the shitty things you've done to my parents I'm like you do not gain entrance I was like you can go hang out in the lobby if you want and there's this one woman I'll never forget I was like I know what you did she stole like $15,000 from my parents in the 80s when $15,000 might as well have been $2 million and she shows up and she was like oh I'm here to see your mom and I was like she doesn't need to see you though I'm so sorry she came all the way from Vegas and I was like I know all about you. Thanks for driving here. You're welcome to grab a slice of cheesecake in the cafeteria and see yourself out. And my parents were like, you are savage. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, of course. That. I'm like, ew. Yeah. I'm like, it's self-serving. Like, yeah. it's trying to like gain any sort of attention or mm-hmm. peace for yourself in light of someone's death. Yeah. No, go no. away. No. And I'm glad to be your stand-in daughter if you need. Yeah. Because wow. that kind of stuff really pisses me off. That was amazing. Yeah. I mean, they mm-hmm. feel like you just need to call no. Joss up. She'll I was just you. like, I remember telling this woman, she was like, I really need to see your mom. I was like, she does not need to see you. So thank you. Goodbye. Wow. It was really fun. It was like the only thing I've done in my life that's like edgy. Yeah. I love that. Also included like a soft voice and saying thank you. And people get confused, by the way, when you do a compliment sandwich. That's what I like to do. We're like, it's so lovely to see you. You're never, ever coming inside. Best of luck with your life. They're like, wait, what just happened? Because you do like two compliments in the middle. I like a compliment sandwich. We used to do a compliment sandwich when we were peer grading each other's papers. That's cute. Yeah. A couple of people didn't do it for me and then they got in trouble. I was like, you didn't give me a compliment sandwich. You just told me I was stupid and I get it. I didn't do anything right. But you have to tell me my handwriting is nice. Like, fuck off. Great cursive. Literally. People don't do cursive anymore. I can't write cursive, so definitely. I can't even hold a pencil. Are you kidding me? It's just like Same, 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 same. (laughs) 
It's best Kyle sitting over there with his pencil. Excuse him, Look at that pencil game. I like it. It's lumber sexual. I like it. Oh, God. Well, I'm so sorry that this has happened to like more. I mean, I'm sorry this happens to anyone, but the fact that I can think uh, hopefully now even like you i don't think i did was it were we, yeah you said multiple people have called in that is so sad similar stuff huh. to this yeah but Gross. i think she's right in the um that that way of going about it of being like not making like knowing what the person would have wanted um whether that's like oh don't make like don't give them the time of day in that way or also maybe they think it's fucking hilarious and i'm being like how fucking funny is this um true so yeah i think yeah and you and you just get to know and people always get what's fucking coming to them in the end for sure always fucking get it yep but Karma. like I just want a front row seat to it so I very much understand when it's like but I want to like I want to watch it happen I know same yeah. oh well you have the rest of your life to see what happens mm-hmm. very exciting very true oh, well that's <gasps> it for our episode what a journey this is oh, so fun so I love this show so we could come back again I would again again. love to I would and, love to and now um, promote- congrats on everything oh. that's going on with your life by what? the way what's going on with my life um, Megan has a book coming out oh, yeah you went to the gynecologist I that did. was huge I thought that was really powerful uh, yeah, you have this podcast time. you're I selling did. cute shirts wow. you have an amazing what was that your toe her toenail came off she yeah. saved it it's going in a shadow box very proud of you in 2019 I have very thick nails by the way you're doing well you're doing great okay. sweetie I'm, I'm oh, wow thanks <laughs> tell it to my therapist she's like yeah I will she's working she's on a journey like is, every time I was this journey I'm like can we not use that word it sounds like the bachelor I know I love I, I've been using journey a lot we're this a year. journey we're I'm on, on a speaking journey. of journeys yes. um plug all of the amazing shit that you're doing oh my gosh okay well um what am I doing so I started my I started my very own YouTube channel for the first time in my life I'm obsessed I have my own channel it is a journey to be totally honest it's been really fun because I'm so used to like creating videos Mm -hmm. for clever and that's awesome in its own way it's it's been like that was a cool journey but now being able to just like be like I'm gonna make this video and see what happens and see people's reactions is so fulfilling and so much different and so cool and been just a really exciting new chapter and I'm excited to see you, where it goes. I, mean, I need to get Megan Rinks on my channel. You've Megan Rosette me. needs to come on my channel. Oh my God, she's ready. I'll put a prosthetic nose on. I would love that. You literally made me want to Marie Kondo my closet. I didn't. Yep. I instead just watched you do it. Great. Um, and I got then, rid of so much stuff. By the way, uh, two different TV shows in Japan, like the Good Morning it? Americas of Japan, have played my video. Shut the fuck wow. Yeah. And I was like, where are the links they're like oh no we're just like television shows we don't because i guess like it's one of the biggest marie kondo videos on youtube but it it worked i got rid of so much stuff i recognized a lot of the things that you were trying to get rid of i was like i i've seen that your old fucking office yeah, but some things and I you kept. Put it over jeans. Yep. All the dresses all over jeans. All the time. So yeah, I'm really excited about that and new opportunities and new exciting things. And I think 2019 is going to be a good year. Yeah. A lot of learning. I found out I have curly hair, which has been we, a whole I mean, exciting we thing. We knew you had curly we hair. We knew, but we didn't we know that didn't it know could look. It, we didn't know it could look like this. I mean, like not Monica on yeah, vacation yeah, yeah. 24-7. Yeah. And that's just one small aspect of, mm-hmm. of my journey. So come join the party. Yeah. If you guys want to call in for an upcoming yep. episode, give us a phone call at 310-694-0976. And you can send us an audio message if you're an international listener to uh, <laughs> meganpodcast at gmail.com. Can they send a text message? No, they can't send a text message. Oh, just they can checking. send an audio file. Just uh, not a text message. <laughs> Fuck, I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, and it sounds like 
tit message. <laughs> I know. The more you, you can't send that if you want text to. Text message. At no, Ooh, no. Boob art. That would be a fun boob thing art? to do. Take our boobs, cover them in paint, and paint things with them. Boob art. I love that. I Sorry, slashed, that just really I inspired the, what's me. It I love my, it. Um, you know the pic, the photo booth at prom. Me and my friends, we all like did like four photos. So it's like one, two, three, four. We're all staring at straight face, and then the last one, we all just like took our dresses <laughs> off, and like so did the boys, and so everybody's just like shirtless, and like it's really oh funny. Oh my gosh! I've also yeah. seen your car tour. Some of the oh, the yeah. raw footage oh. from that. Oh, I think my Lily cut that. You're like literally <laughs> nude the no, wait, entire literally, time. Literally, Lily said she's like, dude, never. Fu- not that I would fuck Lily over for any. But Lily's like, you have how many fucking how much naked nude videos footage I have? Of you? I have of I was you? like, delete them. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> she's like, I'm just holding on to yeah, it just, just in case, case you like blow up famous and I just sell this shit. Like, fuck off. Just um, release your own nudes and then it'll true. be perfect. I've accidentally did that one time. I did a video where I was getting a spray tan and I blurred it, but then I didn't blur my reflection. <laughs> no, I feel like there was a clever video where your boob showed and we had to like edit so it many, or something yeah lily no it wasn't even like my boob showed like i, I didn't know you guys were filming and oh lily it was wasn't like, hey coachella. and i was like what's up and i flashed lily and lily's like well i assumed if you flash me in coachella you're cool with flashing the internet i was like no i'm not <laughs> like i'm not cool flashing the internet. no yeah. uh, well, I, anyways you are oh my gosh yeah. Prove yeah. it. Just Prove it. Take your top off. <laughs> um, that would okay. be inappropriate. Well, if you guys are, oh, if you're watching this on YouTube, hey, what's up? Cool. Hey. Go um, to the uh, Apple Podcast app. You can subscribe to us there and listen to it. And if you're listening, go check out the YouTube video and find out anywhere else that you can listen and watch us on Don't Blame Me Show and our Instagram, Don't Blame Meme Pod. And um, Melissa and I, our socials will be listed down below as well. And um, yeah, guys, we'll see you next time. See Goodbye. you next time. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, camera operator Amanda Lechner, production assistance by Julie Carley, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso, part of the HerPod Network.